0: you're listening to the esoterics podcast Welcome back to the Esoterics Podcast. I am Fiora Elise, and today I'm here with Joe. Greetings,
1: lovely listeners. Today, we are going to talk about spiritual downloads and that weird ringing in our ears, and we're going to figure out what the fuck it is.
0: <laughs> awesome. Yes, that is so timely. Uh, I actually just was just having a conversation about downloads with my sister, so thank you. Uh, yeah, ex- absolutely um i came across this
1: topic um a few weeks ago and i remember um it was considered to be a little something different than i had been taught and of course okay. i was like wait what we got to get into this right so rabbit hole all that good stuff um and then so i'm like all right well that'll be a good thing to share because i actually learned another aspect of spiritual download so oh very so cool we'll talk about it yeah what's been going on with you though uh listen John McFour is out in the theaters and <laughs> it is a three-hour movie and I do not care I am going to go by myself so nobody can talk to me <laughs> this week and I'm no going to watch it I love John Wick. have you seen
0: those I have years? not. okay out. that's right I'll get I'll get on the train I'll get you and
1: train. I have zero similar tastes in movies typically
0: no, yeah, I uh, no, we. I mean, What's we share fun? some stuff. So I started watching Righteous Gems, like you told oh, me to, because I finally yes. got access to HBO. Yeah, so fucking funny, <laughs> so funny. It's yes. ridiculous nonsense.
1: It is the best.
0: Yeah, uh, and then it was funny because you know the the opening scene, that very first episode where they're doing that like mass baptism Mm -hmm. and they're doing it in a like a giant pool Mm -hmm. and then somebody turns on the wave (laughs) and then it just gets wrecked goes to shit the dad gets mad the sister judy she's judy's my favorite because
1: judy is underappreciated because she says some shit and she's (laughs) foul mouthed I, i love judy
0: So I was uh, when I went to Vegas for work a couple of weeks ago, we were staying at the Mandalay Bay and I'm walking away from like our meeting hall and I look on the outside and look at the pools and I'm like, wait a minute. I know where that is. They just so you know, they recorded that part that was done at the, Mendeley in Bay the Mandalay Bay. At the Bay, yeah,
1: nice, very yeah. nice.
0: I mean, you know, but of course that was in the in the show.
1: That's their freaking church or whatever, right? Yes, so, yes, yeah, yeah. Righteous <laughs> gemstones, man, um, listeners. If you haven't, if you haven't, you're gonna wanna because that shit is ridiculous. It is. It's, awesome. ridiculous. it's
0: Funny, yeah. The other one I started watching. Uh, my sister recommended was Abbott Elementary. Is that good stuff?
1: Yeah, I, I know there was cute. some controversy around it uh, in the socials recently. Oh, really? Why? Yeah, um, the the star was criticized by an educator for not having any experience to be an educator, and the the star was like it had a you know a like a sassy clap back that shut the educator up. So I'm not sure who
0: and what, but it was yeah. I I'm sorry, but that. I don't care if an actor is an actual teacher when they're playing. <laughs> Is crazy. right like, are anyway it, it's a cute little show it's like um it's like if the office took place in an elementary school shut up really yes it's yes yes um yeah because it's it's basically set up kind of the same the same idea people talk to the cameras there's like you know the the, the breaking of the fourth wall type of deal yeah so it's like that and there's also like a jim and pam ish kind of situation it's cute it's cute i liked it it's funny if especially if you're like me and you can't watch you know the gore and the horror or anything too heavy yeah um it's a good light show
1: I recently saw um The Cabin at the The Cabin, a knock at the cabin. And it's an M night Shyamalan movie. It's this is this newest one. It's on uh-huh. uh, Peacock. And uh-huh. um I recommend that you watch it without watching the trailer first. Um oh. and just let it unfold. It's okay. really, really it's good. It's good. It's okay. interesting. It makes you go, "What would you do?" Um, uh-huh. If you've read the book, which is, I believe, called "The Cabin at the End of the World," the d- ending is different. So they're, you know, M. Night. He likes to throw in those twist endings. Yeah.
0: yeah um. Yeah. You know,
1: but it's it's it, it was interesting. It was it was good. It was interesting. Um. It was it was worth the hour and a half. So. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. It wasn't particularly gory or anything, or scary or anything like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay. What else? I, um, I went to the doctor and uh-huh. um, since I started going to the gym, I got weighed again and I lost three pounds. Nice. Very nice. excited about that because um, I also added muscle. So um, even though the fat percentage it, it is actually going to be a more accurate number because I've gained muscle, right. but I've lost actual three pounds. Um, and I don't know what that fat percentage is, but I'll check it in a few months. Um, yeah. So to see how that goes.
0: Yeah, I also got weighed when I went to the doctor a few weeks ago, but they weighed me in kilos and I was like, yeah, I don't want to translate that. Uh, Right. Right. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. How many kilos? I was like, I weigh two kilos. I'm so. I already know what happened to me during quarantine. I recently took like (laughs) a stroll down memory lane of what I was doing during quarantine and it was just me. Trying to do, like, yoga outside, but, like, the dogs and the kids would, like, talk to me or bother me every single time. And then the rest was just cooking and baking. And a a sedentary
1: lifestyle, right? I mean, it's every single, well, I won't say every single person, but the majority of humans on this planet gained weight during quarantine. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody (laughs) gained weight. And we had all this money, and people were cooking, and, yeah, I mean, (laughs) um, I did... It, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it's not. And I look back at, you know, pictures in the studio before I left to come to Portland, you know, where uh-huh. I'm like hosting events and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this bitch is a good 15 to 20 pounds lighter in these. And I'm like, where the hell? Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so they yeah. got, um, but listen, I want to get a little bit deep here. Okay. And the thing is, is that I'm not going to constantly talk about this topic. I'm going to keep this one close to the vest. I'm not going to be like, hey, guys, I lost three pounds this week, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, I will say that I'm currently working on issues of body image and body liberation mm. and all the shit that goes with that. So, you know, maybe eventually I'll share my journey, but right now it's fucking hard, but it's also amazing. I'm finding, um, that I have this inner focus and determination that I didn't know I had before. It, it also is, is supported by the astrology. Mm. Um, so, you know, maybe eventually I'll share my journey, but right now, um, um, i f- Feel like I finally have the tools to address the shit that comes up when I start to lose weight yeah. and get noticed, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, because that can be triggering uh, if you deal with any sort of trauma around being sexualized as a child. So, yeah, no updates. I'm um, just a new journey that needs my, you know, my compassion, dedication, um, and self love.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. And I've been through that journey. I I think it was been like. Uh, 8 9 years now. Yeah. Yeah, probably like 9 10 years actually now close to. And I'll tell you for me my motivations were a little bit different. Mine were about regaining my power yeah. because I had felt so defeated for so long and I felt like I had allowed my my value, my self-worth, my self-esteem to be s- supported or validated by other people right right and so I had to do something for myself in order for me to own it and to never put that in the hands of anyone else for me to do something about if I don't like it I only I can fix it if I don't like something about myself only I can fix it and then actually getting out there and doing something about it and for the longest time I shared I shared a lot I shared a lot along the way shared you know like Progress and failures and all that stuff, and I still go to the gym now, but I'm not interested in sharing any of that uh, anymore. I'm just not. No, this is yeah. my journey. This is body liberation. This isn't yeah. weight
1: loss. This is body liberation and all of the things that that yeah. um, you know encompasses. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess, and I guess this the last thing that I'll say about this is that I finally, you know, um, see my struggle with weight. And that it has zero to do with a lack of discipline. Mm -hmm. That's such a fucking, it's a load of shit that we're, we're fed. Um, You know, I've had to reconsider the term, the weight. Okay. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of people, you see people talking about how they lost the weight. Right. But then that just disconnects them from the fact that their weight is a result of their mindset, their beliefs, their thoughts, their words, their actions or inactions, you know, and when we disassociate from that, it becomes this thing that is your foe instead of representing healing needed to take place within them. Right. Like, or Mm -hmm. that inner child that like loving that inner child. So yes, it's about calorie deficits versus, you know, um, you know, exercise and all that stuff. But the bigger focus for me is going to be on choice, you know, making the choices that support my desired outcomes, um, you know, around it. And then in the moment when my inner child starts to get scared or worried or whatever, you know, you know, she's dealing with, Yes. Um, instead of pushing her voice down and then giving in to that, into that like instant gratification of, you know, a dissociative coping mechanism. Right. Well, I'm right. just going to eat this and ignore, you know, my right. voice or whatever. Um. I just, I'm at the point now where I know, okay, she needs to be heard. And that's the first step of this journey because, you know, as a child, my pain and voice, it, it wasn't heard. So I'll be damned if I'm going to continue to perpetuate the shit any longer. I'm just done. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. do it. Oh, good for you. So anyway, so I think that's why I'm like, eh, I don't really want to talk about that. I yeah. Just wanna... What's yeah. that saying? Um, set some goals, smash the shit out of them and stay quiet about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to tweet your own horn every once in a while. Right. But yeah. I mean, but I think you, you have to want to, if you feel obligation. Uh, the other thing though, is like with weight loss specifically, right? If you start going down that, there's just so much. Toxic diet culture, and yes. then there's people who are recovering with eating disorders, and yes. like we don't want to trigger no. any of that for anyone. Mm-mm. So
1: that's not no, what we're here I'm for. using my dosha um, work with um, Nanisha. Mm-hmm. Um, and she tells me eat during the day, during the daylight hours for my dosha. Um, so I'll have a light breakfast. I'll have a heavy, like my biggest meal of the day is about three, 3 thirty, four, Um, uh-huh. and then about seven 30 or eight. Um, well, before it gets dark, right before it gets dark, I'll have um, a light, another light meal. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you what, that, uh, that satisfies me and I don't really snack well, unless I, have an edible and then you know i i blame the
0: the indica for that i know (laughs) yeah which which is it uh yeah you gotta be careful with that part yes um i've also been doing some inner child healing but this is more like not healing it's more like inner child treating so i just got tickets for to see garbage in concert oh my
1: god that is some serious healing of the inner child that is yeah
0: that was my teenage self that was like my early like preteen 12 13 year old self like that would have been that was my dream at that time I was like I would love to see them in concert I would love to see garbage in concert and I obviously being 12 13 years old and you know not coming from hardly any expendable money like I wasn't that wasn't something that I was able to afford as a child so doing it now hey yeah and you're uh, gonna see them yeah, I'm gonna see them in June. Um, it's something with um, Noel Gallagher. From Gallagher, who's he? The, oh, the Noel Gall- Gallagher.
1: He's um, yeah, he's a he's a, he's a uh, member. Uh, Oasis, yes, Oasis, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The one that could I was always fighting with his brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Liam that's and all Noel, I know yeah. them about. <laughs> yes. So it's it's him um along with Garbage and then Metric is opening up for them. Um,
1: Dude, Shirley Manson is fucking badass. She always has been. She always will be. You know, um, her song, Stupid Girl, was just uh, <laughs> so badass. But all of those those 90s chicks, um, you know... Um, Sheryl Crow, a lot of more set, you know, yes. um, Lita Ford, she was a little bit more rocker, but she was still badass too. Yeah. Um, and then of course, Gwen Stefani and oh my God, Sher- Sheryl Crow, one of my absolute favorites. So 90s girl power. All yep. of them. Yeah. Um, uh, blow, um, or hole, um, oh, hole.
0: Uh uh-huh. huh. Yeah. Oh, Courtney love. Courtney I, you love. Know, I
1: I, can't I know people her. people people have t- taken courtney but courtney she put on a show she's she's a yeah. shit show herself but she's a shit um show. man she put I, on a show a shit show yeah i i dug holes music so yeah i'm yeah. all into that
0: yeah so yeah i'm so that's what i'm part of what i'm doing this summer so that'll be fun
1: that is fun yay yay inner child yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm I'm excited. I um I thought I was like all like woo, you know I'm so excited when I saw CV Nicks. but um so uh, you know last last summer I think I saw her. Uh-huh. And I was like so excited to see her, but um I'm like oh yeah, but that would be badass to see um, Shirley Manson and garbage, and you know, so I'll have to catch a '90s show. Sometime.
0: I know you got to see your idols before they yep. completely retire or something happens to them. God forbid. You know, right. Chris Cornell, who I never got to see. <gasps> oh. Don't even. Don't even. I know. I don't even want to go there. Listen, I told you, I knew in my
1: heart of hearts and my soul of soul, I don't know how I knew, but I knew I was going to meet him one day. Uh-huh. Had zero idea that I would be moving here, um, you know, uh-huh. to the West Coast. And so, yeah, when he died, I was like, but now I'm not going to get to meet him. You uh-huh. know, so I remember that too. So um, I know yeah. I, I was meant to meet him. Um, mm. Man, that, yeah. that dude... Uh, just I list five five minutes of listening to him and I'm just lost in his in his voice he just has the most beautiful soulful beautiful man
0: Mm -hmm. well at least he left us with his music oh my god all of it you can't because you don't don't take it with you Mm -mm. no Uh, what else? Oh, oh, so I wanted to tell you. So, okay, yeah, so yesterday was my dad's birthday. So we went to the cemetery, um, and we just went early in the morning, and then I'm just sitting there and just kind of, like, taking in the sun and stuff, and then I've been trying for the longest time, been trying to just kind of find more information about where we come from, like, the Native people specifically, because I know just in talking to, like, some, a cousin who's not very helpful- because she's like, well, you're already living over there. What do you care? And it's like, well, like, I care. So right. <laughs> anyway, so she wasn't of any help. Um, but I have an aunt who is a lot more helpful. She's given me a lot of information as, as far as like, so we come from the Kashkan natives, and they have a really beautiful origin story. and And so we're just kind of finding out more information about that. But for the longest time, I could not, like, I could just, just to go to Google, I could not find anything other than like, a Wikipedia page, which right. would just like sense this information, like you know, nothing, nothing really useful. Um, so I came upon this book, and this was written by um, a woman named Dr. Daisy Ocampo, and she's actually she went to the. What I found is actually her dissertation because she got her doctorate degree in history over here at UC Riverside. And now she teaches at San Bernardino, so at UC San, or Cal State San Bernardino. And so we come from the same town, like that's where like her family's also from the same town that my dad is from. And it's a small, it's like 500 people who live here. So it's a very small, a small town. Um, but she wrote her whole dissertation. And essentially what it does is it, it uh, like, equates native tribes and their affinity for sacred mountain space spaces so particularly for us the cascan people of zacatecas which is like north central mexico they have their area which is called cierro de las ventanas which is like called um mountain of the windows think is probably the best translation. And then the Chimawavi natives, which is like the south of the southwest United States. And then they have they have also their sacred sites, one of them being Mount Charleston. And then there's another one called Mother, they called Mother Mountain. So she also ended up writing a book. So I'm just like really excited that I found this information mm-hmm. and that someone took the time like because I know that her dissertation was years worth of research and yeah. trips interviews with people, like just the amount of work. So it's actually on my to-do list. Like I want to write her an email just to like, thank her because I, I just, that fact that she did that, yes. you know. And it gives um, you
1: that connection that you didn't have. Before. Yes.
0: Yes. Because she speaks to elders and she gets them to tell their, the origin story that is, co- you know, carried down from, you know, their parents and their grandparents and all that. And if we don't learn it being, Uh, you know being disconnected because we no longer live there so we don't have the direct connection to the elders anymore to you know hear the stories firsthand but the fact that she was able to write it down and interview these people and share it with us uh, i'm just i'm just floored like i'm just so grateful for it um there's one part like the the origin story is kind of long but this the one part that uh i thought was really cool is uh when the people had emerged because the whole idea of their creation was that they came out of the water and they came out into the earth through a mountain, through the mountain, which is, you know, their sacred site. Um, And there was a little boy who in the consequent days had been eaten by a jaguar. And it was the first time that they had lost someone. They didn't understand that at that point or up until that point that they could live among the animals but they had to be careful around certain ones so anyway so they take the remains of the little boy and they take him into a cave and they cover him up with flowers and they have their native name for the flower i find out the the what the flower they're talking about are plumerias which i had no idea plumerias were native to this part of mexico i always thought like plumerias were like super tropical like hawaii i always think of plumerias i think of hawaii um (laughs) And they cover him up in flowers and then the next day he's resurrected. And then they name him Sochipili, which is Little Prince of Flowers. Aww. And so it's cool because there's a lot of other connections. So um the other native name for or the other name for the native people is called Cas Amo. And Cas is um people, people of the People of the land, and then amo is without. So, I'm sorry. It's people of the water, and then the amo is without. So it's the people without the water, because their origin story was that they came from two islands that formed, you know, in an ocean, and then the water one day was just gone. Um. So, anyway, the that story was it just kind of stuck to me with the the flowers because recently I've had. I've come upon just owning two plumeria plants, which they haven't sprouted yet, but like now I know who I can call on. Yes. And like mm-hmm. And because that's, Sochi Billy went of the on flowers. To, yeah. He went on to be the God who they prayed to for their harvest. He was like the God of agriculture.
1: That's really powerful. That's really powerful, especially in your garden, because your garden just has holds such your just backyard holds such magic i totally attribute that to the spirit of your dad too
0: yeah yeah because he i mean he definitely would have loved it back there yeah so um yeah so just finding all that information um it was really great and i feel really just blessed that i was able to get a hold of this and just to know that someone else out there is doing the work and it's great so just I just really that. grateful right now Um, You got any announcements? Um... Do I have any announcements? I think um,
1: really the only thing that I have is um, that I'm done with intuitive commissions. I've already said that for the time being. I will bring them back this year. I I already decided. Um, And then right now I'm working on completing all the reports that go with each of um, the commissions that I've done over the last couple months. Have those out in April, May. Um, But I did want to... Point out that I am still taking custom orders for like special occasions and gifts. So Mother's Day, um, oh, birthdays, yeah, yeah. you know, that sort of thing, graduation, blah, blah, blah. Um, so just email me um at studio at gmail.com or you can just use the contact form on my website, JoeFagueris.com, um, and we'll set up something and talk about what it is that you want. We'll talk about budget, all that stuff. So um mm-hmm. yeah, if you're interested in giving someone a custom piece, um, based on their birthday, their numerology and astrology, just let me know. I'm happy to do it. Awesome.
0: Awesome. I love, I love that you're still going to be able to do custom pieces because that's a really great gift.
1: Yeah, it so is. It really is. And, um, again, it was putting it aside. Wasn't uh, because I was bored of it or anything. It was just, it was consuming all of my time and yeah. my creative sort of, you know, uh, my creativity was, um I wanted to do other things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wanna I want to make earrings and you know, yes. I mean, you know, all that stuff. So Yes, I, I get you. I get you.
0: Um all right. We have merch everyone. Indeed. So if you haven't taken a look already, go take a stroll down esotericspodcast.com slash merch and you can see everything we have available.
1: Yep, and it has our new logo. If you haven't checked it out, I I, I need to do a social post just to say, Hey, look at our new logo. I just haven't but um, oh, check yeah. out the new logo. Yeah. It's super cute. Fiorelli's designed it. Um yeah. it's really, it's a good one.
0: Yeah. And then we'll, we'll I'll get some pictures and stuff of the, the merch and all that once I receive the samples. Anyway, um, I also have in-person events, and these are all taking place at Raincross District in the city of Riverside, California. Our first upcoming event is going to be Meditation Monday. That will be starting April 3rd, and then we'll return again April 17th. These are one-hour guided meditations, and these are just donation-based. And then uh, my next event will be our full moon ceremony, and this will take place Friday, April 7th. Registration is now open. For the full details, you just go on my website, com slash events. It'll also be linked in our show notes.
1: Nice. Excellent work, my friend, building up your community, putting your events out there doing the healing work, all that good stuff. It's, it's all
0: starting. Yes. I'm excited. I'm really excited. And then, um, I am also offering one-on-one sessions again, that's all found under services on my website. If, if maybe you're not ready to participate in a ceremony, you want something more private, I can do one-on-ones. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to get talking about spiritual downloads? I do.
1: Okay. Uh Okay. So let's get into this, right? Yes. Um, let's talk about what it is. So throughout the years, um, as I've been, you know, on this sort of spiritual intuitive path, I've often heard the term spiritual download. And I just always assumed that it referred to uh, the occasional ringing in my ears, right? Yes. Um, spiritual download. Um, it sounds sort of like um, the old dial up, right? When the internet <laughs> yeah. was brand new.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But a few weeks ago, I came across the term used in a totally different context, and I was like, wait, what? What? Uh Let's get it. I want to talk about this, right? So I realized that if it was confusing me, I'm sure that there are others out there who Maybe also want a more defined description or, you know, could just be my rabbit hole queen capricorn in this universal seven year. (laughs) Who knows? Who cares? Whatever. We're going to talk about it today.
0: We're here. (laughs) We're here.
1: We're here for it. All right. So first off, what is a spiritual download? Um, The term download is a metaphor. Basically, it's used to explain the process of receiving higher frequency energy transmissions through your chakra chakra system. Mm Mm-hmm. It's also known as a like light code activation. That's the more esoteric term. And so, if you are aware of what light codes are and like 12D energy and all that good stuff, great. Mm-hmm. If you're not, just know that it's a future topic that we'll talk about. Okay. Um, light code activation is basically an upgrade to your operating system, and it can activate new beliefs, healing abilities, psychic abilities, and just higher levels of consciousness. Um, so these energy downloads, um, can come from a variety of sources, um, your higher self, your uh, team of spirit guides, your angels, um, can come direct from the universe or source. I mean, honestly, the possibilities are endless for all we know. It could come directly from an ET. We don't know. Sure. (laughs) Uh-huh. Um, But there's also an alternative school of thought out there. And this is the one that I came across that was sort of fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's that, well, about downloads and how we receive them. So some people believe that a spiritual download is the same thing as a channel that comes in. Yes. In the form of like visions and dreams. Okay. um, Intuitive insight and inspiration. Um, Or just like this unexplained knowing and wisdom that you would not otherwise understand. The Mm. biggest aspect that I saw was, is that people, uh, a lot of, there are some practitioners out there that are like, well, I receive my, you know, intuitive abilities through spiritual downloads. And really, once I started digging and going into what they term those to be and all that stuff, it's a channel. Yeah. Um, That's not necessarily wrong or, um, you know... uh, at all right Mm -hmm. I don't know about other channels but for me the information comes in through my crown I can feel it sort of as pressure in my crown and then that shit just comes out my mouth okay there's this odd urge to speak like the words are pushing out of me and then I slip into that sort of autopilot mode um so I experience a download completely different than this other, you know, some of these other practitioners. Um, yeah. So I don't necessarily agree with that school of thought, but it's only because that's not my personal experience. I'm not, I'm not denying it. I'm just sharing it here for those. Yeah, Some people may have that uniquely cool experience. I didn't, and I was fascinated by it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's like how you teach in the workshop for empaths, right? That yeah. everyone receives their intuitive hits differently based off of their clear abilities.
1: Yes, yes. And I had never heard this before. Um, a mm-hmm. spiritual download to some people is like a big old download of inspiration. It's creative inspiration, mm-hmm. right? And um, I thought that was fascinating because I look at creative inspiration or a burst of inspiration as the energy that connects us intuitively, two spirit. Yeah. So um, yeah. just another aspect of it. Yeah. Um, so whatever term you resonate with, I still want to talk about the logistics of an, a spiritual or, or energetic download. So okay. first off, what does it feel like physically? Um, physically, these frequencies, um, light code, activations, downloads can come with any number of bodily sensations. You can feel tingles, heat, coolness, a feeling of euphoria or peace. Um, I don't feel anything just to clear that up Mm -hmm. Um, because personally I equate a spiritual download with ringing in my ears. Yeah. This is what I believe to be is, is my idea of, of an actual energy transmission or download of light codes and delivering 12 D energy. Okay. 12D energy. Again, if you don't, if you know what it is, great. If you don't, we'll talk about it soon, but it's just a higher level of energy. Okay. Um, And that comes in the form of like um, a high frequency activation and upgrade, right? So you get this physical light, energetic activation and upgrade. Um, It can be an information download to activate past life stuff. Past life mm-hmm. skills, past life ability, past life knowledge. Um, um, it can activate your clairaudience, your psychic hearing receptors. Um, it can be that those are opening up and fine-tuning. Um, a download might um, be your higher self or spirit guide communicating with you. Mm, um, and it might be an upgrade to your personal vibrational frequency, which it ultimately – all of those yeah. affect your personal vibe. Yeah. So
0: The thing with these is – I feel like you don't always know right away, right? Right. Like you're just getting the thing, yep. but you don't know what you're getting no. <laughs> immediately.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually touch on that, but you're right. It's like, okay. I don't know what the hell. I always say to spirit, I don't know what the hell you're saying or doing, yeah. or I'm just going to open uh-huh. to it. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I've said that from the beginning. I'm like, all right, here we go. <clears throat> so if you experience ringing in your ear and it worries you, uh, all of the information out there says get checked for tinnitus especially mm-hmm. if you have continuous ringing that causes discomfort. I'm not going to get into the rest of it. Dude, if you if you experience this, go to the doctor, get checked for tinnitus. It, end of story, right? Yeah. Uh,
0: oh, one more tip. Just check the volume of your headphones. Like if you use <laughs> headphones regularly and you're you have you, you might be overexposing yourself to you know audio in your ear on just too high of a volume mm-hmm. just just so you know just take it from someone who has personal experience with this <laughs> sometimes the ringing in your ears is because you've kind of been slowly damaging your ears so
1: i mean that's a practical tip right <laughs> yes because practical. i did not feel like i wanted to go into all of the the muggle practical no. you know 3d tips but you no. know They are, you do have to think of other things, but yes, you know, let's say you've gone through all that shit and you're like, wait a minute, this is actually, um, it's not tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So if you feel no discomfort or pain when your ears occasionally ring and then stop, um, again, the keyword being occasionally, um, this is more than likely a sign that you have clairaudient or clairsentient abilities.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I know I talk about you know all of those uh, clairs that you know you could potentially have, but I feel like we we all have the ability to experience all of our clairs. They're not exclusive to one person. They're simply no. stronger in one person than another. Just like athleticism is stronger in one person than another, or yes. you know, cognitive thinking <laughs> is stronger in uh, in the non-magia <laughs> crowd. I mean. Um, <laughs> But I digress. Um, All right. So the other thing is that spiritual downloads, they're not random at all. Um, They might feel like it or seem like it because they're occasional, but they're not random and they actually initiate like a phase. They'll Mm -hmm. initiate a lesson or they'll provide some really beneficial information. And again, you know, um, you know, we don't, we have no idea what, right? So although they have a purpose um, a download probably isn't going to be as straightforward as we would like it to be, right? Yeah. Most humans, we struggle with the ability to have faith, to trust, to just let things be, all that stuff, and really to believe in something that we can't see. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. in this case, understand. We don't know what the hell it's saying. So the truth is is that we have almost zero understanding of the downloads that we receive, and there's no map or explanation attached. So you're just going to yeah. have to take it on faith. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about pitch, high pitch versus low pitch. Now, okay. I personally don't experience a difference, but if you do, that's cool. And it may mean that you're able to differentiate between a high vibe spirit or an earthbound spirit, which I think is so cool. I wish I could, but uh-huh. also, uh, you Deep know, I don't, I don't, I don't mess with <laughs> not earthbound spirits. So
0: yeah. Not interested too much in those. <laughs> not
1: really. You know, I mean, you know, I think that for me, it could be scary. Right. But um, it can also mean that you're able to tune into the very cool Schumann resonance, which is the frequency of the earth. You can actually hear the earth uh, um, hear yeah. the vibration of the earth. That is so cool.
0: I would love yeah. to talk to somebody who can do that. I feel like if you go to New Mexico and yeah. you go out into the plains like where it's nothing, your ears start to ring. And I think that's what that is. Oh, that would be I- beautiful. And then it's gorgeous
1: there too. Yeah. Uh, okay, so now – what if sometimes you experience a weird pressure with no ringing? Have you ever experienced that, Fee?
0: Weird pressure with no ringing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. When do you experience it? Do you know what time of day? Can you no,
0: remember? I don't think I've ever taken note of it. Uh, sometimes, Sometimes it's when I'm driving, which is kind of – it gets – mixed up with, okay, did I just like come down off of a
1: hill? Right, 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 <laughs> Or, right. or something else. It will, it, no, that makes sense, right? So you know how your ears pop when you travel in an airplane or to higher yes. elevations, right? Mountainous regions or whatever. Mm-hmm. So think of our third-dimensional physical bodies as being at the bottom of the ocean. Okay. Okay. And then when we ascend, our bodies begin to shift and channel higher fifth dimensional energy which makes the pressure around us change so like scuba divers they have to decompress every 10 or so feet um, as they come up from the bottom of the ocean the same thing happens with us during our ascension process our awakening our spiritual journey or whatever really just as as our vibrational frequency shifts you know for whatever uh, the multitude of reasons that it could so we may physically feel the pressure shift around us as we move from like that third D third dimensional thinking, very grounded, um, you know, five senses, six senses type of thing. Well, five senses, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but as we move into the five D and higher, um, we can feel that in our ears, especially if we're sensitive to energy. Mm. So for example, um, I am very, very, very active in the fifth dimension when I sleep. I've, I've mentioned this before that my dreams are on acid every single night. Um, and I have a history of astral travel, like getting into who the fuck knows, like I'm a sailor on leave. I swear to God, my dreams are so ridiculous. Um, but pretty much every morning when I wake up and I get out of bed, my ears feel like they have water in them, um, for just a few seconds. Just a few seconds oh. as I sort of adjust back to that third dimensional frequency. It's weird and cool. And honestly, really the only explanation that I have for it. Oh, yeah, it okay. is weird. It's, it's very that weird. Makes sense. That makes it's sense. like, wait, what? what's happening? And also I've mentioned before that when my ears plug up, that's my sign from spirit that they want me to sit down because they have shit to tell me. So I'll typically oh. when my ears are plugged up, I'll sit down and I'll just start journaling or channeling and yeah and then they go away and so i told them i was like "Dude, don't do that anymore that's it's uncomfortable because they'll do it when i'm like in fucking the middle of fred meyer and i'm like ha, ha, oh,
0: how where I do I you want me to, to go what am i yeah, supposed to do
1: go. now you know what i mean so i said just don't do that anymore i'm like there are specific times when we can do that um so i think that it's sort of a like a layover like in the morning they're you know, or during the dream state, they're talking to me, they're telling me shit They're all that stuff. And then when yeah. I wake up for that small period of time, maybe I'm still in that energy. I have no idea I'm making shit up here, but <laughs> it makes sense, you know, to yeah. my logical brain. Uh, Let's see. Okay, so let's go back to the ringing in the ears. So depending on which ear is active, there can be different meanings. Okay, so you're a channel and you receive intuitive uh, abilities. Do you have a difference between each ear? What comes in? What, what what sort of information you receive?
0: I don't. I just know I have like two different things that happen to me depending on what I'm doing or saying. If I'm sp- speaking to something that I feel like it's coming out of channel, it feels like it's like you said, it's coming in through my crown. Like it feels like it's like a beam of light. Like just hitting the top of my head. Yep. Like sun, like sunlight just hitting my head. Um, and then if I'm saying something that I guess, I don't know, rings true or uh, I don't know what it particularly means. It's just like the one, the left side of my head, of my face kind of tingles. Nice. Do you feel anything on your right side?
1: I don't. No, okay. it's
0: all coming on my left.
1: Okay. See, this is why this shit is so fascinating. So there are, there's some standards out there and we're going to talk about what those standards are, but take these with a grain of salt because each person is individual. Yes. Um. Very individual. So, all right. So ringing in the right ear or ringing or receiving information from spirit from your right ear. Okay. Uh-huh. Superstition tells us that ringing in our ears is a bad omen. All right. Um, someone speaking ill of us. Um, yeah, that's you what know. my mom always I was me, just yeah. going to say, your mom, yeah. right? We <laughs> yes. love your mama um, <laughs> and all of her superstitions, right? But ringing in the ear is simply hearing new frequencies and has nothing to do with good or bad omens or superstitions, okay? Mm. You know me. I'm all about the science. Yep. And speaking of that, let's look at the science behind it because it's kind of cool. So our right masculine side of our body. So the right side of our body is our masculine side. And that's the side that governs logic and Mm facts. That is also the side of the body that is the giver. It's the giving. So in Reiki, when I deliver Reiki, I deliver it with my right hand. And I hold my left hand up because my left hand is the receiving.
0: Okay. So, yes.
1: The left feminine side of the body governs intuition and emotions. And this is the side of the body that receives. OK, so left side, you get your information from spirit from your left side. So you're using your intuition. You're using your emotions. You're receiving mm. information. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's very interesting because note That this is the opposite of the more scientific-based, logical left brain, right brain. Logical Uh left brain, creative right brain um, traits. So it can be a little bit confusing. But I always think of it like my right hand is – it gives energy and my Mm -hmm. left hand receives it. So that's how I sort of realized, wait. And so now, um, like during readings, I – all, there are all three sides of my body. So on my right side, that's where I'm receiving spirit guide, um, messages, loved ones, like legitimate, you know, spiritual. That's where my mediumship side is on my right Um. side. My left side is the Akashic record side. That's where I receive visions, past lives. I receive energy that will push in. It will pull me to my left for past uh-huh. life and it will push on me for to push me over to the right side, which is current. Oh. When somebody comes through and it's not mediumship and they want to speak through me, it's typically mm-hmm. a high-level spirit guide or um or a, a loved one that I've allowed that to. It comes through my head, it comes through the top of my head like yours does, and then it pushes out my mouth. Ah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So and these are just little, subtle little things that I've learned along the years of doing readings like this is where uh, this is how I know who's talking to me right yeah it's not yeah. like you know dudes like this is Ralph her spirit guide the reason <laughs> I know that it's spirit guide is because it's coming in from
0: this side and I'll say who am I talking to I'll say yeah. Ralph
1: all right well, yeah. what up dude
0: yeah. all right and then for everyone listening to this who's like brand new right or yeah. like hasn't really gotten a grasp on this just everything that we're talking about essentially is just how how Joe has already built her psychic library. Yes. And so her psychic library is going to look different than mine and therefore yours. Like, no, I don't think no any two were gonna look the same, look or no. feel the same. Um, it's just a matter of recognizing for yourself and then maybe taking note of that in whatever way so that you know, you know, so that when the next time it happens, you you're coming into an understanding of, oh, this is that. This is what happened last time. So this is this means this for me, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yes. I, I forget too. Sometimes it's, this is over the course of years and years and years of building my intuitive practices, strengthening them. I've developed my communication styles with my guides and I've done this. Remember I've done this thousands of times because I've read that many people. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, um, you know, this is just, this is me fine tuning my craftsmanship you know, as, yeah. as an intuitive, it's going to look different from somebody else, but yeah. just know also like, like Fiora Lee says, everybody's is different and there's shit that some people can do that I can't do. And I, seriously, I'll be like, what, what, yeah. how come yeah. I can't do that? Cause it's cool as hell. Yes. All right. So now let's look at the woo behind it. We looked at the science behind it. Now let's look at the woo behind um, left ear, right ear. So our yeah. right ear seem to be a little bit more respectful receptive to picking up external energy that's our psychic hearing that's our clear audience that's energies that are coming into our energy field mm. um for me personally i like i said i receive those clear audience messages from spirit and loved ones through my right ear okay. um, if you experience ringing in your right ear it's often a sign that you have a heightened awareness of communication from the spiritual realm. It's your mediumship. It's really your clear sentience, your claircognizance. Okay. It's, um, you know, it's your clear audience. You know, it's that's the psychic ability to hear spiritual messages. Your clairsentience is the ability to sense a spiritual presence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so ringing in the right ear, left. Let's go over to the left ear. Hearing ringing. Or receiving messages or communication from your left ear is less common than your right ear. Um, But again, it's all related to your intuitive abilities and your personal vibrational frequency. I just had to have, I have to have all three parts of my body activated because I work with three different modalities channeling Uh akashic records and mediumship that's why okay yeah it's all it's just a practical thing um left ear ringing suggests that you're picking up on changes within your energy or a shift in your vibe um left ear ringing is what i believe to be an actual light code download from the universe like that's Mm. where my light codes come in and my downloads come in i always hear them in my left ear it's Mm -hmm. very rare that i hear them in my right ear uh, okay. okay. Do, is there, do you have a specific ear that you
0: hear them in? I bring, no, both of my ears ring. When What's I when they start to ring, it's both of them. Sometimes it's- At the same my, time? At the same time. Shut yes. up! Yeah, yeah. To the point where sometimes it like makes, I'm just like, am I losing my hearing? Because <laughs> it's both my ears are ringing. Dude, Google that. Do I want
1: to find out what that is because- I- <laughs> See, here we go, people. I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't, I can't yeah. do that.
0: What is that? How, what the hell does that mean? Two
1: times,
0: both ears. Let's find out.
1: All right. Why are uh, doing that? Oh, what's allegedly?
0: It says you need to surround yourself with more positive energy so that your inner voice will get heard. <laughs> <God> <laughs> what's damn it? Right now. So, uh, listen, there is a lot of shit that I cut out of this,
1: and a lot of it's like, well, if you hear this, then you're hearing negative entities. No, you're not. You're not. Not unless you're fucking summoning them from the depths of hell. Right. Yeah. It's, I I can't stand that disempowering shit that's out there and that fear-based stuff.
0: <laughs> and that's the first thing yes. that comes up It's sucks so what yeah. are some
1: people supposed how are some people how are people supposed to get comfortable with their intuitive abilities and grow them and you know become allied with them and their spiritual team if the first thing they hear is if you hear ringing in your ears it's because you're somebody negative is cursing you they're they're oh wishing will of you or there's negative entities around you you're gonna
0: shut that shit down dude listen to this and this is on medium.com which is why you gotta be careful of like even if you think it might be a okay source so this is an article on the ringing in your ears and basically it's telling you right ear positivity is being sent your way okay not you know nothing bad about that too someone is gossiping about you that's going back to superstition then three, your angels are supporting you, which is all good and dandy. But then we get into the left ear. Yep. Something is going to go wrong. What mm-hmm. the fuck? You, like <laughs>
1: Fear-based, what? predictive bullshit that is not even real.
0: Yeah. And then two, a
1: warning. <sighs> uh, like A warning that you're reading some bullshit. That's what that the, warning is. The
0: angels are warning you not to get involved with this person. This goes with situations too. Uh, three, you need to get your life together. <gasps> <It's> like, <gasps> what? <laughs> That, that one's kind that's of funny,
1: right? That's, that's the universe saying, Get your shit together, bitch. Get your shit together. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, all right. There you go, people. There's your, that's there's you got to be careful.
0: You just got to oh. be careful. I mean, we the thing is, is so,
1: so what's the whole purpose of your intuitive, of your solar plexus and your intuition and your gut? What's that? What's why even have that if we can have the ringing in the ear? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Stupid. All right. Well, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll call your asses out. Um, Un, un, untruth spreaders we're here to
0: to well just fear spreaders like yeah. that's not empowering in any way shape or form yeah. like uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. all right so
1: um back to ringing in the left ear and um, so i think of the soul blueprint as this program that is running using the energy from our astrology or the stars. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's the programming that is based on your numerology, which is the what your astrology, which is, which provides the why and your human design, which is that your DNA and it's the how it's your user manual. Mm -hmm. Those three modalities they map out our soul blueprint. So when the left ear rings, it's like an update to our operating system. Right. So our soul blueprint, if you think of it like the, the iPhone, like an iPhone, um, Mm -hmm. The, the le- ringing in the left ear are the random you know updates that happen at night while we sleep when our phone is plugged in. Uh-huh. In the Akashic Records, left ear ringing is how I talked about this, how I receive past life visions and messages. And then I can feel energy pushing in on my left side. Uh-huh. Um, but because our left ear is more in tune with what is going on within our personal energy field, our personal energy field, you're more than likely experiencing a significant shift in your own vibrational field. That's why I believe Mm. that left ear ringing is an actual light code upgrade or download from the universe.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. And then that high pitched ringing um, is, it's actually your energy that is recalibrating into alignment. My, both of my legs are tangling right now. So <laughs> my spirit guides are validating that I'm telling you the truth. So it's our energy that's recalibrating. So we're actually hearing the recalibration going on. Oh. Uh, let's see what else um, I have on that. Um. Okay, so we talked about this. We touched on this a little bit, but um, like Fiora Lee said, when you hear the ring in your ear, it can feel impossible to understand what the hell it, these messages are. Who who knows yeah. what they are? You know? Yeah. Um so to help us, take note of this because they may be accompanied by other signs from the universe because your guides aren't trying to trip you up. They want you to understand, but also you have to understand that you need to have. Um, A solid form of communication, a consistent form of communication with them. So um, what might accompany these, um, this ringing, and it wouldn't be, it might not be right away, it might be over the course of the hours or the day or whatever, is you'll see angel and recurring numbers. Okay, so look for those and make sure you look up the meanings. Yeah. You might receive animal medicine in all forms. And, you know, furlies can speak better to this and how it shows up. But for me, I always see the animals. They run across my path or something yeah um and you also it might come across as tarot or oracle so if you get mm-hmm. a um a download give yourself a few minutes and um then pull a tarot or oracle card and that's the easiest way to figure out and say okay what's that yes.
0: what was that yes about, spirit what would you like to tell me yep mm-hmm.
1: and then also some other fun signs and symbols that you can look forward to accompany a download would be like songs on the radio, um, cleans, you know. But the thing is, is the universe typically sends you signs and symbols, you know, anyway. But, um, yeah, pay attention. Yep. Um, let's see. Another good way to interpret, um, the ringing in your ears or the downloads um, is to just really tune into your intuition. Um, What do you feel? What emotions are you experiencing in your life currently? What impressions or images come to mind? Maybe they're associated with clairvoyant images. Um, You know, those will give you a little bit more accurate context to the guidance that you're receiving or whatever it is that you're receiving. But you know, like Fee said earlier, be patient with the process. Don't get discouraged. Yeah. Um. You know, like I said, I have zero idea what messages or energy my downloads deliver and I don't worry about it. I never mm-hmm. have. I've never cared about looking into it. Yeah. Um, I just trust my higher self to guide me through any up levels. Um, and when I hear these tones, I just get very still. Um, I tune into the actual sound while it lasts and then i offer appreciation for the download um and i just say thank you
0: spirit i appreciate um that that's it that's all i do that's the best thing you can do because sometimes that's all you can do
1: (laughs) right i mean you know and and now don't worry about it you know no don't worry about it Mm -hmm.
0: All right, now I want to talk about
1: some balancing practices because sometimes, now I don't know that I ever have, not that I can remember. I don't, well, Mm -hmm. I'll find out if you've experienced this, but ear ringing during meditation, have you experienced that? No,
0: no. No, No.
1: I haven't either, but it's because I use headphones and I listen to solfegeo frequencies or music or
0: binaural beats during meditation. Uh So maybe that's why. Uh, maybe. And I do mantra meditation. Oh, see, so, so I,
1: your mind is busy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so I don't remember
1: experiencing it, not vividly. So, you know, like, like I said, I'm in typically such a state in meditation that I don't really ask questions or why I just let it come in. But when we, this is why. So when we strengthen our bodies through meditation and energy work, right? We're clearing, when we, when we strengthen our energetic bodies, We're clearing out our chakras, you know, and so just as our physical bodies go through any sort of detox, like when we change our diet or lifestyle, our energetic bodies go through a similar clearing process uh, when we do energy work. Yeah. And so meditation just sort of helps balance that internal energy. Um, So that's why it's so important to have a consistent meditation practice um, because you're delivering a higher vibrational flow of energy through your body on a consistent basis. That's really the medical, I guess you would say, woo, medical woo reason for meditation. Yeah. Um, And what this does is it helps you to more easily feel vibrations and tinglings and that stuff and buzzing, any buzzing in the body. And the buzzing can be like an overflow of energy. So, you know, like one chakra it has a little bit more energy or it's holding energy and you got to do some work around it, clear it, that sort of thing. Um, So your body is eventually going to show you where you're becoming accustomed to a stronger energy flow, but also where you might be ungrounded. Um, When I need to ground, I can feel my root chakra buzz.
0: Oh, It is
1: the the (laughs) weirdest thing. And I'm, and it doesn't, it stops when it wants to, like, there's nothing that I found that I can do. Um, it, I think it, it's telling me that I need to meditate. So I will do that, but it doesn't necessarily stop, but I can feel it buzzing. It's spinning, buzzing, growling, or, or it feels like a rumble or, you know, it's really, really weird. Oh, wow. And, and it's not even like like a vibration, you know? So it's not, it's not sexual. It doesn't turn me on or anything like that. It's, it's the weirdest thing. Huh? Um, if you notice that your ears ring um, during or after meditation, this is a shift in your energy field. I think I said that. So, um, anyway, as your energetic shifts balance each other, the the ringing in your ears shifts aside. So like I said, if you experience it during meditation, it's a little bit rare, kind of cool, but please let us know. Another balancing practice is tuning forks. So I used to use tuning forks at my studio. I would offer Reiki tuning fork sessions and it was Uh really, really, really helpful for people. They really loved those sessions. One person didn't and I was all like, ugh, like, right? She's like, I don't really like it. Like, all right, Well, don't come back then. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I didn't say that.
0: Why didn't she like about it? Though? I don't
1: know. I mean, I asked her. I'm like, well, really? And she didn't really have anything. She just said that she didn't resonate with it. So probably she was having thoughts, sure. and maybe shadow was coming up that during the process because of the resonance. Sure, I I can do that. But the thing is, is, the tuning forks. If if you have um, if you have um, a a Reiki practitioner or an energy worker that uses tuning forks um, or solfeggio frequencies—it's really, really helpful to have that incorporated into your energy work. Because if you um, use the tuning fork of 432, um, that brings your energy back into alignment with your heart frequency, 432, oh. so that can bring balance. Okay. And then 136.1 megahertz or hertz—that resonates with the ohm frequency um, and uh. has a very grounding energy. Or you can just say ohm. Yes But the point is Is that um, Both have sort of This reset ability That can help To balance and ground So And then um, You know um, What what if you just Want to make it stop What if you're tired Of the ear the ringing of the ear Yes So if you've tried everything And you're just like No I, this, I don't want this shit To happen <laughs> um, You know Maybe it scares you You know uh, Maybe you find it annoying Or intrusive Or whatever Yeah um, listen, the easiest thing to do is to ask your guides or whatever higher power um, you believe in to ease the sound in your ears and offer appreciation for their intervention. Um, remember that we have free will, so we have to ask for their help, um, and they won't intervene without it, um, especially in this instance, because it's mm-hmm. not a life-threatening situation. Right. If nothing ceases after you've asked for help a couple times, right? Uh, then you'll definitely again want to get checked for tinnitus by a medical professional. Yes. All right, lovely humans. In closing, um, downloads are wonderful and they're so cool, um, and I love to get them. And they can shift the way that you feel. Uh, they can shift your perspective. They can give you help that you've asked for. Um, they can help you with your reactions. They can help you with your mindset. Um, You know, all of those things, they can provide you information that you need in your, like, whatever, like, current phase you're in, um, just to help you progress. So they're very helpful. Um, Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. What were you going to say?
0: No, I was just going to say, and just always keep that in mind that you don't have to make sense of exactly what it is. Just know that when it's happening, like Joe said, if it's not, as long as it's not painful. When it's happening, just sit in appreciation of it, and then allow it to just unfold how, naturally, however it may be.
1: Yeah, exactly. That That's exactly this next part is like when you hear one come in, like Fiorelli said, relax your body, sort of breathe in that energy of love, just open up, you know, be receptive and gratitude. It, what what I think is really cool too is if you allow your consciousness to sort of go to the ringing and connect with those frequencies, really feel into the frequencies, that's mm. always really, it's not even really, I don't think it's more helpful. I just think it's cool, right? Like yeah. it's like you're in that moment where you're completely immersed in this sound that's coming into your body and you're the only one that can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also too, um, you know, allow yourself to just enjoy the vibrations. Um, and then pay attention after pay attention yeah. after for the next few hours and days. And like, again, keep, keep, keep an eye out for those signs and synchronicities. Yes. Um, you know, and then of course be sure to record anything you receive in a journal or a notepad or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there that's, that's what I have to say about spiritual downloads.
0: Well, thank you. Well, you're very welcome. Very, very welcome. Well, friends, this means it's time to say goodbye. You can find us on all the socials under Esoterics Podcast and catch us on Facebook, hanging out in the Esoterics Podcast community under Facebook groups. This is a safe place to ask questions on all things spiritual and everyday happenings, as well as start a conversation or post a fun meme. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Stay mystical, stay magical, and don't
1: let anyone tell you what to do. Not even the ringing in your ears.